0: hello and welcome to the fringe rx podcast i'm anna strong and i'm on a mission to find a cure for autoimmune we talk education healing support do's don'ts wins and losses all to improve our quality of life It's a remote series. I am so glad to be here. Oh, jeez. Oh, I'm I'm glad to be anywhere, actually, but I'm glad to be here because it's an exciting day today. I have a beautiful guest on. We have lots of information to share, but it's her birthday. It's her birthday. Welcome,
1: Kaylee. Come on down. Happy birthday, girl. Thank you, oh my goodness, it's, it's a pleasure to be spending my birthday with
0: you. We get birthdays on here sometimes, I'm not sure, I'm not sure why. Uh, but uh, <laughs> I, guess it's, I guess it's just a celebration of life. Um, uh, you have such an exciting story, such an exciting story. I can't wait to share with the audience everything about you. Um, uh, she uh, is uh, uh, diagnosed with scleroderma, like me, um, which is a connective tissue disorder um, uh, when I was diagnosed, I was diagnosed four years ago, and they said uh, there's no cure. It's 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 you know this horrible uh, chronic disease that will eventually you know kill you, turn you to stone. I'm going like, well, that was uplifting. Um, uh, now, uh, how long how long have you been diagnosed with scleroderma?
1: So misdiagnosed. Um, basically, I've had the disease. Since probably for about fifteen years, I was okay. exhibiting symptoms by like eighteen, and I was misdiagnosed. You know that game yeah, multiple everybody. times. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then they found that mixed connective tissue disease, and uh, you know more signs leading to scleroderma than not. Well, you look beautiful.
0: You look absolutely yeah. gorgeous. About, I guess, a year and a half ago, which. Uh, was around the same time in June that I started the Strong and Golden Foundation. You were told some uh, pretty grim news uh, about your condition. Can you share that with the audience?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, so leading up to June 12th of 2019, I started. I actually had a child. Um, he was almost one year old. One years old at that time and leading up to that i was starting to lose my lung you know expansion Um, i have interstitial lung disease which is really a phenomenon of scleroderma and um i basically got to the point where i was blacking out at work my background is a stockbroker in wealth management so you know it's very attentive stressful career with four screens constantly in front of you but i was finding where i i literally had to get up and um I was blacking out cause I didn't have oxygen. Uh, so yeah, I ended up going to the doctor, my rheumatologist and begging for her to give me another CT scan because they had taken one probably about nine months prior and she just said, no, I don't think you need it. And I said, something's just not right. So I ended up getting a CT scan on my lungs. Uh, and I didn't hear back from her. And then I had to call and follow up on my own CT scan. And she reviewed it and asked me to come in. Um, it was an emergency and I needed to come in and talk with her. And so I got the news that I have a formal prognosis of six months to live. So that was some dawning, you know, news, especially after having a child, which as you know, that's kind of the odds are already against you having a mixed connective tissue disease that's affecting your internal organs and, you know, to have a baby. How old, um, really how old was rare. the baby?
0: How old was the baby when they told he you?
1: At that point, he was one one years old. Oh my god! Yeah, and we had just relocated. My husband uh, he he was a Navy SEAL for ten years on the East Coast, so we relocated to California to kind of start our life and uh, getting that news, and then having to start putting all my documents and my affairs in order
0: to Jesus. leave.
1: Yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> Um, uh, so,
0: so what was your reaction? Were you angry? Were you like petrified? Um, uh, you know, a lot of times when uh, doctors don't realize when they give somebody a, a number, like a, like a, you have six months to live or you have three months to live, it gets embedded into the patient's psyche and uh, they program themselves and they die like to the day because they don't, yeah. they, 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 they don't fight back. You, You went in another direction.
1: What happened? Yes, exactly. So initially I was extremely shocked and I didn't even tell my husband. I honestly, I didn't, I was. I think that was like my way of coping, you know, kind of like what the hell just happened? And I remember getting back in my car and I started crying. But at that moment, I remember walking out of the doors of the doctor's office and I just said, no, like that's not gonna happen. And I'm going to figure this out and I, I just, I'm going to go to Mexico. Like, I don't, I didn't even know why those, like that, that exact thought came to mind, but, um, it was that divine intervention. And I just said, no, I'm going to Mexico. So I went in my car, I cried <laughs> and then uh, I ended up going home and it took me a few days to tell my husband what had happened, like the actual truth of the appointment. And so you kept, when you I re-
0: kept the diagnosis to yourself and you didn't share it with your husband because you thought
1: he was gonna get upset, obviously, right? Yeah, so yeah. like the so, you're is, so he him. already knew, exactly, yeah. and he already knew kind of, you know, what I was dealing with, and we knew something was wrong, and um, she wanted me to immediately go on chemo, and so I had told him that, and I was just like, I'm not doing chemo, so he was like, okay, let's look up Mexico facilities, so that's what we did, and then when I told him the truth, he was like, we need to get you to Mexico, so. We ended up uh, finding a facility in mexico the immunity therapy center and we talked to dr Patista, which is the owner and when we actually went down to mexico and he had an interview and he reviewed my stuff and just said kaylee if you don't if you don't start getting your body back to its natural state you know detox and cleaning the body um you're gonna die like there there's no getting better you will only get worse at this point point." and so that philosophy kind of stuck with me of you know, I ended up going, getting treatment in there and everything. But as you know, a scleroderma, it's not that one-stop shop. It's not cancer. Um, it's a whole different ball game and it, it hardens the connective tissues, which your entire body is connective tissue essentially. Yeah. So <laughs> crazy, crazy. Um, I did end up getting most of my affairs in order prior to doing that because I still wasn't, I still didn't know if I was going to live or die. I mean, I had it in my head like this is a prognosis and I wanna make sure my family's taken care of. Uh, So very quickly, within like a week of that, I ended up going to Tijuana by myself. Um, And my husband and my child stayed here just because it was most convenient. And I I did- Let me interrupt you for one second. A lot of
0: people would say that that was why you only had six months to live because you were going to Tijuana by yourself.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, trust me. I heard it. I heard it from my family, from friends. We didn't even actually tell people. Don't yes. you know, go. Yeah. It's Tijuana. I'm like, yeah. It's okay. And that was when uh, the caravan situation was going on. You know, mainstream media was blasting that this was happening. And so I was talking with some of the locals there and they're like, Kaylee. We've never seen that caravan. Have you ever noticed that on the news, it's the same footage and we started laughing and he's like, I was born and raised in Tijuana and I go to school in San Diego and they walk across the border all the time. And it was, it was the best experience. And I think that that transition in Mexico, it made me realize, you know, when all these people that had cancer end stage cancers from Canada, Germany, the US were going over there and I was watching them leave cancer-free. I realized at that point that there's so much more that I don't understand or know or have knowledge of, and the FDA controls it. Yeah, so, um, so what, did, what kind of treatment did you get down there? So, um, so the treatment was basically six days a week, 60 hours a day, we got one day off, and it consisted of a lot of hyperthermia, which it's not hypo, it's hyper, which is heat. Um, a lot of heat therapies. Um, They did a lot of things because it was predominantly a cancer treatment center, but they accepted me because I was one of those uh, rare autoimmune conditions that uh, they had actually dealt with before. And my lungs were failing. So since my lungs were failing, I could still do a lot of those hyperthermia treatments that were um, specific to the lungs. So for instance, they have these like little lamp things that I want to say act like a microwave and lack of a better term, but essentially it heats from the inside out. Um, they did the Rife machines. They did stem cell transplant, but with your own stem cells, taking okay. them from your sternum. Uh, they did more type of like, you know, sauna therapies. Um, they did this thing where they would take your blood out, oxygenate it and put it back in you. They would, uh, they had like a UV light that would kill anything. And then they did stem cell, transplants with your so they would take your blood every tuesday they would separate the mother cells and then um they would inject the mother cells back into you through an iv so they did lots of iv therapies with like curcumin turmeric baking soda um, b17 which is a natural chemotherapy um yeah i'm trying to think it was a while ago to remember but they still do all of that and it's a plant-based diet um, it was great, but like I said, when I came back from Mexico, it wasn't, it didn't cure me. It's like, I, I quickly started declining. So okay. that, that to me is like almost the rest is history. And then, um, I ended up finding Anthony Williams information. So his medical medium. Tell, tell everybody what the, the, um, the book is again
0: and, and who the author is.
1: Yes. Yes. It's so it's liver rescue by Anthony Williams. Mm-hmm. A.K.A. the medical medium, um, or cleanse to heal. Those are both good. He has a whole line of books. I, I I um I
0: googled him after after we spoke, and yeah, he's uh he's he's got quite a number of them, but it's all about you know uh, detox and 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 basically uh uh rebooting your system, and uh, mm-hmm. that's what it's about. You know, your system is is gone off off keel. It's gone awry, and you have to you know retrain it, um, get all the bad stuff out, and put some good stuff in. And, and, and so how old is your baby now?
1: So he will be three in April.
0: Huh. So see, <laughs> talk about, talk about uh, uh, telling them how wrong they are, right? Uh, oh, absolutely. Uh, yeah, well, uh, now you have your husband, of course, that's your support system. Do you have other family around you also? Um, are, no, but so you, we, moved we, from, you moved from all the way, he was in the military, and then you moved to California. Do you have anybody else out here?
1: Yeah, so my family's in Colorado, his Wisconsin and South Carolina, so we're kind of all over the place. But um, I've kind of built this support system because it is very important, that community aspect. Yeah. Uh, and honestly, through my online presence, um, after sharing my story, you know, I, like it was crazy. When I started, I transitioned to an all plant based diet. I stopped eating foods that feed pathogens and viruses. And I created medicinal um, like routines, like very, it's all plants and herbs and supplements. And it was crazy because I stopped my lung progression, which they said would be impossible at this stage. Um, Never say I, I'm impossible. On- Never say yeah, impossible. Exactly uh keep going yeah yeah so um no no chemo no oxygen off of all of my medication um and i continue to heal and i'm not done healing and i still have positive ana in my blood work but my numbers on all my other blood results are almost normal which has never happened in the last 15 years of my life so i'm a firm believer you know healing is not linear and i'm not I'm not an advocate for, there's a one-stop shop, but um, there is hope for people that have these incurable diseases. Like, you were not born with it. Why did you get it? There's a reason for that. Your body's not in its natural state.
0: Congratulations. (laughs) You said you have a a certain regimens uh, or maybe
1: uh, uh, advice to give people. Um, How can they Mm -hmm. get in touch with you? Um, Instagram is my social media platform, so my, IG handle is holistic, so it's H-O-L-I-S-T-I-C-I underscore K-L-E-E. Holistically. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> that works out well.
0: Um, uh, yeah. uh, you were uh, an inspiration to to anybody, and, and I, I, I usually ask people what, what, what they can tell uh, the audience to inspire them, but I'm going to take this over for you. I'm going to to go, like, don't, don't listen when people tell you there's no cure. Don't listen to people when they say there's no hope. There's always hope. Nothing is impossible. Now you take it over, Kaylee. What do you have to say? Yeah.
1: <laughs> Just don't give up. Keep your hope. Reach for your higher power. Be the one percent. I always say that. Be the one percent of the world. I like that. I'm conventional.
0: <laughs> well, thank you for taking your time to be with us today. Um, since you're so close when all this, you know, stupid COVID is over, come on down to the studio. We'll have you back. You're amazing. Absolutely. Thank you, Anna. Thank you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. And thank you for joining us today. Please like, share, subscribe, spread awareness, spread hope, spread love. Join our Patreon community and tune in next week. Stay strong and golden.